Good morning, everyone. What is going on? We are back with another episode of the South Florida Gamers Podcast. I am your host, the Silverback Senpai, and joining me is my co-host with the most dad jokes, Waluigi. Wow, good morning, everybody. Great to have you all again. You're a lot spank, more spank than I thought you'd be, Waluigi. <laughs> and here's our guest, Mr. King Dragon. <laughs> uh, hi, yeah. Hey, this is the first public appearance that I've made in like two years. What's up, homies? this episode of the podcast will be available on soundcloud itunes google Podcasts, and anchor and spotify and of course video playback for those that are watching or if you missed the podcast live it is being currently streamed on twitch facebook and youtube all at the same time so Uh, spoofy yeah so that being said let's go ahead and get into our discussion for today and of course as always we would always talk about our last episode which was episode 20 when meet myself and waluigi we were at otaku fest doing our first ever panel podcast and i am like i'm still to this day completely in awe that we actually did something like that like we accomplished it and everything went completely smooth because i'm thinking all right there might be some mix-up there might be some mistakes that we're going to make along the way but it happens as as we move along, as we progress, we bound to make some mistakes here and there, and then of course we always improve. But going into Otaku Fest and just being one hundred percent ready, we set up and just overall giving the people a good show, having a good conversation, talking about gaming, and honestly, like yo, know, it's it's. I'm, I'm yeah, dude, my heart sank when everyone just talked about their meaning of gaming. Like that was beautiful to hear what people actually had to say. Wasn't expecting that many people, and the turnout was fantastic. Yeah, it was a really good turnout. Like, I that part blew me because I was thinking, okay, maybe we'll have about maybe five or six or even up to nine. But me too. I was counting the people coming in, even stopping by. It was up to twenty, and I was like, wow. That's that sounds like a really good accomplishment. You both should be very proud of that. Yeah, yeah it's a milestone that we thought about last year, and. Definitely got, like to thank Otaku Fest for having an opportunity like this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, despite all the, you know, controversy and backlash that happened afterwards, Otaku Fest, but we're not going to talk about it. Oh, that. no, 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 not yet. But you can definitely <laughs> check out my rant video on Instagram if you want to. And I also uploaded my review of Otaku Fest, the good, the bad, and ugly. That's available on YouTube and Facebook as well. So check that out. After the podcast is over. Yeah, you can also see my Instagram post of one person trying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, as I said, we're not going to, you know, dive into a talk for Today is about Mr. Senor Cake Dragon. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I'm not usually used to being in the limelight, you know, I'm usually used to working behind the scenes, so thank you both for having me. Thank thank you for being here, man. Yeah. Not a problem, it's COVID, I didn't have anything better to do, and I was promised free shit, so let's get that Let's get that down. It's a joke, by the way. It's a joke. I forgot the sticker. It's a joke. You forgot the sticker! Wait, it's actually in my car. I got the stickers, too. Oh! <laughs> Alright. Okay, cool. Alright, we're good then, everybody. Don't worry. No, we're squaring away. No lawsuits will happen in this podcast. Lawsuits? It's too early for lawsuits. Yeah, it's too early for that. <laughs> Wait, like, 20 more minutes, at least. Yeah. Alright, so, of course... We always talk about our guests and and their gaming origins. So, what got you into gaming? Like, give us your gaming origins, 
your story from start to finish. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I did not grow up privileged as most normal children would be. I grew up in a family of four with a single mother, and uh, we didn't really bond that much over a lot of stuff. I have really two initial origin stories when it comes to gaming, because I didn't really get into it until uh, later in life, and the second time that I uh, got into video games. The first time I ever touched a controller was Tiny Toon Adventures for the NES. Ooh. Honestly, a very, a very underrated game, in my personal opinion. The fact that you could play as a Buster, you could play as a... What's the duck's name, damn it? Not Daffy? No, not Daffy. Not Daffy. Green Daffy. What's his name? Uh, I, I want to say Quacky. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an animation reviewer, and I don't know the names of certain characters in Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> I'm looking it up for you. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play as the Taz one. Plucky Duck. Plucky! Plucky Duck. You play as Plucky. You can play as uh, the Taz one, and you can play as Hampton. Weird that, like, they had certain names for the characters that, like, sound like Bugs and Daffy, and then the Porky Pig, Hampton! We're naming fucking Hampton, fuck you. <laughs> His name is Hampton, not Porker or any of that shit, Hampton. Yeah, you're right. Ridiculous. But no, very good game, very good uh, uh, platforming, and I never got to really play it when I was a kid, because my older brothers wanted to play the game themselves. Um, fast forward to... Like a few years later, when the PlayStation 2 had, had been announced, my brothers were very upset and they brought their friends over because they couldn't figure out how to play the game that they got. The game that they were playing was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Ooh, the first Budokai. Ah, this classic. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was the first person to actually do the Kamehameha Wave out of pure. Fucking like accident. Punch, 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 circle, the command may wave came out and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like like they were surprised that a stupid idiot kid was able to fucking perform the thing and I did it again. <laughs> and that was when like I cemented myself as a as a gamer. As as lame as that sounds, because the word gamer has been absolutely tarnished by the internet. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah. <laughs> and also by super uh, uh, super uh, gamer comic expo. <laughs> guys okay no the, for real, ends. the fucking guy that was doing the DJing or announcing that convention it was a shit convention by the way everyone sucked not the guests the guests were cool I wasn't but, ready for this but like holy shit the guy kept saying gamer in every fucking sentence like every fucking paragraph he had to he had to insert the word gamer in there and like like his life fucking depended on it what's up gamer this is how it went what's up gamers it's uh, a DJ uh, long uh, uh, skinny penis over here today we're gonna talk about gaming gamers gaming gamers 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 Fortnite, gamers gaming like I'm not exaggerating when I said every like fourth word he said the word gamer gaming it actually I thought I was having a stroke it boggled my mind I'm not joking. Like, like if you're at a Otaku Fest, I mean, not Otaku Fest, if you're at Gamer Comic Expo, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. The staff were treated terribly. The, um, whatchamacallit, the guests were treated terribly. Everybody was not had a good time. It was just, whew. 
It was, it was like times to come for conven- the convention scene, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai is what essentially ruined my life. <laughs> ruined your life? Ruined yeah. your life. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at me. I'm an antisocial video editing loser. What do you expect? <laughs> this, is, this is the nicest setup that I've ever had being on a podcast. It's, it's, it's very welcoming. I mean, I've seen other nicer ones than mine, but, you know, as, as, as I you know, said earlier, as we progress, you get better. Yeah. And you get better. Yeah. You Like, right now, what's on this, it's messy or whatnot, but it works. It, and we yeah. bring you, you know, an actual show. I'll say that it's definitely better than the Rooster Teeth podcast, because at least you guys have fucking topics. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. Fuck Ruby. Volume eight sucks. Wow, oh, you're man. you're choosing violence this morning, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I choose violence every morning, Waluigi. <laughs> Especially for what I'm about to announce. Oh dear. Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to like announce it right here and now. I want to make it to where we talk more about uh, my. Uh, what I did to get to video editing and stuff like that. I don't want to. Yeah, like, let's get into that. Like, oh, okay, what, okay. what really got you into video editing? Like, let the people know why it is that you are a video editor. What do you do? Your history of it, and so on and so forth. So okay, what people can know. Okay, good. So I was for a very long time doing YouTube as Mr. Cake Dragon Man, right. and I wasn't really working with other people. But I always had friends that would do video editing for me for certain like projects and stuff. So there's this one video editor named Dmitry Petrov who does YouTube poops and is one of the best editors that I have ever, I, I mean ever, experienced. Like he talks to me. I'm good. He's alive. It's He's not a real podcast unless somebody falls down. Holy shit. That, that counts as your butchering. Yeah. <laughs> Botch, if this was a wrestling match, that would be on Botchamania. Okay, okay. Anyway, so go on. I'm listening. All right, so um, Dmitry Petrov, good YouTube pooper. Look at him on YouTube.com. He's very great. He, he's a good editor, too. Um, he would edit a lot of videos for me in the past. He edited the Sarah Bitching's Magic video. He edited the Ed and Eddie review that I did. I think he also... I could be wrong, but I think he also helped me out with... Uh, a few other videos as well. But I would always get like other people to edit for me. Uh, sadly, I would have to do this for free because of the fact that I was a little boy who had no job and had no real skills at that time. So one day, he told me that he couldn't really do any video editing because he was out sick or he was, doing, he was working on his job and he needed to help with his uh, financial issues, which is completely understandable. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, ah, fuck, what do I do? My friend, um, Ricardo, if you're watching this, Ricardo, love you, uh, gave me a trial version of Sony Vegas, and Christmas was coming out very soon. And the first video that I think I edited by myself was Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer, parts <laughs> one and two. I cannot forget here. I fucking hated that movie. and I, I think we all did. Hated that video very, very much because of the fact that I want to redo that video so bad. I was very much not an experienced editor, and I had like, like I didn't know how to like render correctly, so it looks like old and choppy 
like the way that it's recorded, the way that it, it's sh- it's it looks, that's shot. But I essentially grew a love for video editing when I did that video. I was like, oh wow, that was awesome. And then like I was making more videos uh, under the name Mr. K Dragon Man, and I was just enjoying doing reviews. I made my Moana review. I made my Jack and Daxter review. My Jack 2 review, I think, was my favorite to edit because I did so much new shit in that video itself. I knew how to keyframe. I knew how to use green screen effects, chroma keyer. I learned oh my. I learned how to like what's it called when you like cut certain things from the background like i learned how uh, to cropping. Mask. yeah cropping and masking i learned how to do nice that. i learned so much from jack 2 only 273 views fuck my life but i think the biggest accomplishment that i've ever had on this youtube channel to this day was my collaborative video that i did with shima luan god rest her soul wherever she is with that video has over eighty thousand views I think almost at 90,000 views. Uh, but that was the biggest accomplishment that I had as a video editor. But then I met up with a good friend, a good man named Daitomo Dachi. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Um, I love him. He's fucking fantastic. He's a great guy. His editing is amazing. He was my first client. He was the first guy to, to look at me as like, hey, Cake, do you want, do you want to... Um, come up and do you want to talk about uh, you want to help me with this update video and I'm like yes dude I can definitely edit that for you I edited the update video for him that was the first time that I was ever able to edit stuff for him Dachi, that blows my mind that we you know this guy to, we were able to work together on the gaming channel which is back if you guys like game and stuff Dachi Gaming I've currently been editing videos for that as well and I've been doing it uh, I did it like two years ago and then he had to take a break to work on uh, Gohan Verse and Rooster Teeth stuff and everything. And All right, let's he, just pause this for a second. For those who don't know who Daitomodachi is, he's a really great animator, especially yes. with the Gohan Verse. He's done like Kakyoin, the uh, Waifu Hunter. Yes, he's done a lot of remixes, but his animation is very to- like top tier. Yes, and Daitomodachi is also one of my biggest inspirations because we always like I love this. Whenever guy. I have problems, I go to Dai. Or I go to Manga Kamen, who's also a very good YouTuber who you should watch. Um, but Dai was the first person to really give me that edge and to say I could do video editing for, for a career. I could do freelance for a career because back then I was working at the labor pools. Now, if you don't know what a labor pool is, it's essentially grunt work for construction workers where you have to t- pick up dirt, pick up heavy objects, dig holes. It was hell. It was literally like felons go there to work. People that can't find work anywhere else go there to work. Because I have a sick mother who I take care of and I've been taking care of since 2000, uh, 2017, 2018 mm-hmm. when I moved here to, uh, to Florida from El Paso from when my dad passed away. And I've been taking care of her since. Not by myself. I have my brother with me who takes care of her when I'm doing stuff, when I'm working and everything. So it's a team effort. Okay. But I couldn't do... I, I just could not keep up with the labor pool. I couldn't do this. So one day, um, I got a job at the at some sort of like car dealership where I would wash the cars. Sadly, they let me go, and I had an option to go back to the labor pool. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to do this video editing thing full-time and see 
what I can do. And since then, I have not gone back to the labor pool for three years. Good. Nice. The problem... All right, all right. But I'm going to say this. I am not a perfect human being because there are times where deadline... Like, here's the thing. I'm going to give anyone that's a video editor right now, I have tips for you because I have fucked up so bad in the past. Never overbook yourself. I have overbooked myself so many times to the point where I have lost clients. I've had to give back cash because I couldn't get a certain project done and I've, I've bit off more than I could chew. And I'm still a little bit behind on work with certain projects, but I have, like, there was this one time earlier when, this, this year, where I got sick from a, not coronavirus, but a stomach flu. I got food poisoning. Oh, no. And yeah. it was when I was like completely like ahead. I was going to get stuff done, but that completely messed up my scheduling. And I felt so bad, so awful. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. And it rendered my um, exercise regimen because I'm trying to exercise and, and get better in a better shape and everything. Right. Like that messed me up so bad mentally and physically to where I just thought that that was it. It was over. But after I got better, I promised myself and I promised everybody who I essentially screwed over with content and everything, that is never going to happen again. I'm going to make sure that I have shit done on time from now on. And for the people that are watching this and whose work that I don't have ready, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to say, I'm going to get those videos done. I'm going to make sure if I don't have... If, if you thought what I did wasn't great, I'm going to give everybody back the cash that I owe. And all that stuff. I don't want to say that I'm a controversial YouTuber or video editor or anything, but I have messed up. I have made mistakes, and I am trying to better myself Good. as, as a human. video editor and as a human being. Because I do want to, I want to make sure that I have things done on time. I want to make sure that I have things set up. And I also want to make sure that everything goes well, you know? Yeah. So if you're a video editor, don't overbook yourself. Get, like make sure that you have things that you are working on finish those first and then uh get to work on the other stuff you need to do yeah absolutely it's the way to do it i respect that yeah man that is one hell of an origin story yeah. video editor that's a that's a unique one yeah mm -hmm. it's rare that we have you know we find people of Different traits, different characteristics. Different cultures, too. Yeah, absolutely. Got text one. Oh, okay, no, it's YouTube. Never mind. <laughs> All right, so, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I'm just going to put this away. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't get distracted. <laughs> All right, so what are your goals for 2021 um, moving forward now? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I guess my goals for 2021... I want to upload more content. I have so much shit that I'm working on with watch some stuff with my friends DJ Silver XY, Jim Nobody, and actually Ashley. I have projects on the Mr. Cake Dragon YouTube channel that I'm working on. One of them is a. I'm getting back to reviews. Um, hopefully, when the plague dies over, I'm gonna do more vlogs, go to more conventions, maybe if things protocol or protocol and are good and everything. I actually had an idea to get into really good shape so I could cosplay as a Subaru's dad and have nice. a sign that says, have you seen my son? And it's just me looking for Subaru. <laughs> that's that's an idea, video idea that I've always wanted to just do. Just go to the in dealership, Brennan, man. In a Brennan Rogers style video where I just fucking <laughs> destroy shit and fuck with people. <laughs> have you seen my son? He's 
<laughs> he has eyes that look like Satan. Hello? Like, just buff as shit. Like, oh for no reason. And, but actually, there is a reason why I want to do that as well. Because there, there are three ventures that I want to completely pursue for the rest of my life. Video editing, which I'm already doing. Voice acting, which I used to... I, back in 2017, I used to be a voice actor. Really? I, I did fan projects. I, do Spike the, I, I used to do Spike the Dragon and the MLP fandom a lot of the time. But I also just got a lot of miscellaneous roles. Like, oh, okay. I wasn't really a okay. voice actor, voice actor. I'm trying to get back into it so I can actually put my name out there. But the third thing that I want to do, and this is going to be... If you know me, and if you've heard from me on, on, on Twitter, if I DM you, or Discord, if I DM you, I'm actually trying to train my body and get enough funds so I can actually train to become a professional wrestler. Wow. Oh. That's a, this is a new one. Yeah. I like this. Now, here's the thing. There's always been talk of people that are like wrestlers that go into voice acting to do certain roles once or twice. Mm-hmm. Never in my entire life have I ever seen, except for maybe the Joshi wrestlers, like there's a few, like the voice of Irina from High School DXD, she's a voice actress and she also did professional wrestling for a bit and even won a title. I want to be the first anime video game voice actor to origin from voice acting and be a professional wrestler. I have always wanted to do both and I've always wanted to train my body, exercise, and be a wrestler while also doing voice acting. I didn't think it was possible to do it, but a lot of people have told me you should go for it, you should go for it, just because of the fact that like, I've, I've been told by certain people that I'm good at voice acting and that I should get back to pursuing it. And that's kind of what got me back into doing YouTube and stuff, as well as uh, going on voiceactingauditions.com and everything. But I've been taking a break after that because I got sick. And for professional wrestling, I think what got me back into wanting to do it was because the thing that got me to not do it was I had a kind of traumatic experience in wrestling in high school to where I was just going to do my nine weeks and I wasn't going to do it because a lot of people didn't like me. Like I was told by one of the wrestlers, no one doing it. that thing and even liked me. Hmm. And I was like, that's really fucked up. Well, okay, yeah. I quit. Fuck you guys. And I didn't <laughs> give them the time of day. And my brother was really upset with me because he was one of the wrestlers there and he was upset that I was quitting and like he didn't understand why I was quitting. And I told him, oh, they don't like me. They literally just told me that, that, that I'd, I'd be better off leaving. And then he was just really pissed off. But he was... He was successful in wrestling for a bit, I think. He got fourth place in a lot of things. He got some gold. Nice. Got some, but it was mostly due to the fact that the other guys didn't want to wrestle him because he was a big guy. Oh, dear God. He's, he's a very big guy. I'm guessing 285, 220? Uh, 300. Woo! Oh, this was like... But he was a fit 300. He was a very this fit was 300. A, they didn't have extra 15 pounds back in the day. I wrestled like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but... Like, what got me into actually wanting to be a WWE, like, independent wrestler was Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Because Johnny is a fucking loser and almost never wins that takeover. And then the moment that he was able to beat all of the Undisputed Era of their shenanigans, I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. And then, like, more... Now I keep hearing about wrestlers that are, like, my age, younger than me even, that are, like, on... NXT TV that are in AW that are in the independent circuit and he's got more and more and more interested. What uh, 
They're, the one wrestling company that I think I have the most respect for is a Coastal Championship Wrestling, CCW. Hmm. I talked... This was during my uh, time working at the uh, water... Uh, at the car place. Um, I was talking... I, I had a call with Pablo Marquez, a very great wrestler, a very, very a legendary... A legend, in my honest opinion... Uh, who had essentially just been the background guy for a lot of uh, wrestling stints. Like he's, he's been in ECW, he's been in WWF, he's been in uh, the, all the old school stuff. And he was good. Like I watched his older matches. He was fantastic in the ring. Hell, he's still fantastic right now. I called him and I was told him, I want to be a professional wrestler. I want to do this, I want to do that. And he's like, hey, can you, can you come here? And do you want to do? You, we'll talk about what we want you to do and everything. And I was like, okay, okay. And he thought that like I wasn't taking it seriously because he, this he's very passionate about professional wrestling. I know this has become the wrestling podcast. No, I apologize for that. We have another guy. Don't worry. I yeah. will. I will get back to gaming in a second. It's just you're not the first wrestling guy. But we have. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> Love All you. Right. Well, what, what inspired me is that he was so passionate about professional wrestling. He like he it was in his blood. You know and. He was like, I, I saw a lot of comments saying, "Oh, the guy's a dick" or whatever. Blah, blah blah. And then I like walked in there and I ta- and I uh, and I see him talking and I wanted to talk to him for a second to see what I wanted to do. And then he was like, "Hey, I'm talking to somebody. Can you like uh, fuck off for a second? And I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess he is a dick." But then I saw him train the wrestlers. Oh. I saw like 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 this was just this was a test essentially. He wanted to see if I was serious about wanting to be a wrestler and if I wanted to do it. So I was watching the him train these guys. I was watching him train the referees even. I was watching them like do their, you know, the usual like cat Cala the, the fucking thing that calisthenics. Su- yeah, yeah, the, the fucking thing that Subaru does and uh calisthenics. yeah, calisthenics. calisthenics. And he was uh he was doing that <laughs> and then they were like doing like they were running the ropes, they were doing like hip tosses, they were doing so much shit and I I felt my mouth was like a gap. My mouth, my jaw dropped, and I was mesmerized that, like, these normal, some of these normal guys, one of them fucking is, like, a grandfather, and that guy's stacked. Like, he's fucking buff as shit. He's 40, <laughs> he's 45 years old, and he's, like, buff as hell. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, bro, why are you here? And, like, I asked him, how old are you? He's like, I'm 45 years old, mate. I'm, I'm a grandfather. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, I want to be a wrestler for my kids. I'm just like, that's so sweet. That's like so fucking. That's wholesome. That's very wholesome, yes. and he's a good wrestler too. I saw some of his matches. He just powerbomb the but, little <laughs> But when I when I saw the, him training those guys, it's like okay, I realize now I want to be a professional wrestler. Obviously, I didn't have the funds. He thanked me for coming, and I walked out. So, uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Uh, that's gonna be the place that I go. That's gonna be the place that I train at if I get the cash. When I get the cash. And I'm hoping for 2021 that I can at least start training in the in the independent circuit soon. When you compete, let us know because oh, I don't. Fuck I yeah! I've never, sure. seen, yeah. I've never seen a wrestling match. I've always wanted to. You've never. Wait, hold on. What do you mean you've never seen a wrestling match? You're in Florida. I've never either. I mean, I saw like Supercon once when like some guy hit Jeffrey the Giraffe of a box and became a whole meme. Oh, oh, Gangrel. Yes, when that was a meme, but that's only the time I've I've never actually seen like an actual competitive. <laughs> Or like CCW or WWE. I never really like sat down and watched it. Yeah, you yeah. should. CCW actually has. They're very fucking good because like they're the first like indie show in Florida to have a weekly 
televised, well, not televised, obviously, but like, uh, I think they're the first to go on YouTube and ex- like really like have a weekly show because they have showings and tapings and stuff uh, right. at some place called CCW Alive Wrestling. That's uh, that's essentially where they have their uh, have have their shows and everything. And I've talked to a lot of a lot of the guys that were at a SuperCon. Actually started not at CCW, but we're at SuperCon are now on like AEW and stuff like like Brian Cage. He was Bane in the cosplay. Uh, Big Swole. Oh, Big Swole was. Uh, I don't know the. Uh, she was Storm for one of them, and then she was also Vixen. A lot of them like worked, and some of them are on TNA even or Impact Wrestling. And I was able to meet like like Brian Cage is a really cool dude. Like I met him and I was able to like talk to him and stuff. I was like I can't believe I'm, I was talking to World Championship Wrestler. Uh, it was really cool. But yeah, no, those are my plans for uh, for for 2021. Uh, one specific video that I'm going to be making is a one hour long. AEW documentary on why they kind of suck. Oh, wow. You don't... No, no. Listen. You don't understand. The wrestlers that That's are there, <laughs> the people that are there are trying their best, except when they're just not. But I will explain that when that video comes out. Because we, gotcha. we have to talk about uh, some certain certain waifus that everybody has. All right, definitely. Don't. Before oh, we go boy. to the next topic, I don't want you to be John Cena. I want to see you, man. I'm gonna yeah no no don't worry when I when I have plans I want to, I've been waiting to say that this whole dude time. you don't you don't understand I have so many plans for a face turn for a heel turn essentially I am going to be the main protagonist of professional wrestling and more importantly you're just gonna see Natsuki Subaru in the ring that's all I'm gonna say Ooh. that's all I'm gonna say right now I don't know who that is but that sounds spicy oh yeah look up ReZero and you'll know what I'm talking about <laughs> I'm looking this up now I'm gonna be I feel like this is like another cat girl situation <laughs> no I'm not Felix Subaru no 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 I'm talking about uh, Uber's cosplay it sent me some game and it turned out to be oh okay Subaru <laughs> alrighty alright y'all well bro that is one hell of an origin story the and things that you wanna do that's an ambition man yeah like do it, <laughs> do go for it. I'm going for it. I'm like a... we will be rooting. Like if Thank I can, if you, I can you. RKO somebody, I will gladly do it without any training. CC, <laughs> fucking go to CCW. They'll train your ass. I'm broke right now. <laughs> That's all, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna Pablo, I gave you free fucking advertisement. Hire me. <laughs> also, Cha Cha Charlie is the best wrestler in CCW. I'm just, I'm saying that right now. I'm saying that right now. That's the best boy they got. <laughs> oh man oh man all right let's segue to our next topic and that is the failure of google stadia like ah! <laughs> ah! oh oh well, i've been waiting for this one all right who, who was the lead off with me i'll let him I'll yeah let we'll, him. we'll let you lead off they tried to fucking put conquer they try to do a thing with Conquer. Conquer's bad for any of the fucking spec. I could be getting the wrong thing, but it was a fucking failure. Like, they try to get Matt Pat to talk about this shit. They're so desperate. Ouch. <laughs> did you, or did you guys not know about that? Matt Pat game theory. That he was trying to, he, they got him in his fucking stupid conference call? <laughs> or, no, 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 an actual conference meeting with the fucking guy that's never made a video game in his life talking about video games. And the guy that also just, ugh. 
Everything about Google Stadia was just a fucking mess. I don't even think they even made any games. I could be wrong on that, but... Made- Actually, did not. Well, according to from an article from MP First, they said that um, Google Stadia shut down its internal studios, affecting 150 devs, shifting focus. Oh my gosh! Um, as, I'm, as I'm reading this, it says the report from Kotaku states that multiple projects that have been canceled, and the two game studios located in Montreal and Los Angeles are shutting down, affecting 150 employees. Both studios have not released any games yet. One of the, <laughs> if not the most notable name being laid off on the list is Jade Raymond, a veteran video game industry producer who previously worked for Ubisoft on Assassin's Creed franchise before moving on to EA a few years ago, then jumping to Google to head up game creation at Stadia. It just seems that like Ubisoft is just fucked. It's just a curse. I Sonic Boom, very good uh, the thing. A very good example. A guy that used to work at Ubisoft or uh, Naughty Dog worked on Sonic Boom and it was a fucking failure. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. I know. And now Roger Craig Smith is no longer going to be Sonic, so that makes me very sad. So far from what I'm reading, Google never even had a mascot for Stadia. No, they didn't. No. That's the thing. MatPat was their was their well, mascot. Like the Stadia literally didn't have like no identity. It, it's it was just, just a, a streaming console because much. Yeah. it was an idea that they're like, give us money and we'll do the idea. We gave them money. They didn't do it. And subscription. And now it's fucked. Yeah, because you're like you're streaming you're streaming a game with on your internet and let's just say okay I want to broadcast, live stream the game that I am streaming or whatnot. Do you mind if you hand sanitizer real quick? Watch sure. My... I'm sorry. But, but you, by looking at it, it's like, that's a lot of data that you're using. Like, you'd have to have, like, a very strong internet to be able to stream a game and then stream onto places like Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Or fans that are actually, like, committed, because... Yeah, like, what fans do they even have? Like, Google Stadia is not a strong enough name for you to actually do anything with it. You have to, one... First, if you're going to have a video game, like, console or whatever the fuck, have a mascot, have an idea, have actual gameplay footage, and get people excited for this game. Have deals, third-party deals with other games. Like, it's not rocket science. It's making a fucking video game... And, and And that's the thing about the Google Stadia, is that... The games that you buy by the time they're right. yeah once the internet once Google Stadia is like no more what happens to all those games you you won't be able to play them so you just wasted sixty to seventy dollars on these games on Google Stadia and it seems like they're gonna, eventually they're going to end up shutting down their service it's going to be another failed Google product because Google has a track history of things that they bring into the idea and then it just fail. Google Glass, Google. Who uh, remembered the Google um, Plus um, dude, social I tried, media I tried that was supposed Google to last like years ago? <laughs> that was supposed to be a competition against um, Facebook, and that now failed. Facebook is even failing, which is hilarious. <laughs> Let's see. I remember one person was complaining about how long it would take to get into a game of Destiny Two <laughs> with it. <laughs> how long? I, he didn't, he never really told me. Like he told me that the game just lagged. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's the funny. thing, like lag, and the thing, the reality is this: that when you're having a streaming-based console for to stream games, the reality is the fact that not everybody in the world has strong internet. 
Like, this is tailored to a very, very small percentage of people. My clients, I'm just going to say this again. Yeah, my clients also know that I I do not have strong internet. I'm poor as fuck, okay? So, go back. To, I'm sorry. Go back to your... Uh, <laughs> just, I just wanted to say... Air hug. I feel so bad. Yeah, but, like, not everyone in the world has strong internet to be able to even play games online. So, this... So the Google Stadia is really going to a very, very, very small demographic of people. And that's a lot of money that you invested in and now you're not getting a good return on. And it's going to end up failing and flopping because it lacked an identity for itself. You're trying a new idea, but it's evidently not working. At least with, at least with um, PlayStation Now, you now have the option to download the game onto your console and then you're able to play up until the point your subscription is over same thing with xbox game pass you can do the same thing but if you were to stream it like playstation had to learn the hard way that okay if we want more people to be on our service we're going to want people to download the full game and then of course once their subscription is up okay you just be like okay now you're now you don't have access to it because your subscription is up pretty much so google stadia on the other hand Hey, you can play all these nice and wonderful games even on your phone, but sounds good in theory, but in practice it just does not work very well. I think a good example of this was I don't know if this was yeah, I don't know if it's with the Xbox, but my brother, all right, we've been playing Yakuza 0. My brother and I fucking love it. Um, we were able to my brother wanted to test it out and see if he could play it on his phone and he was able to. I don't know if that's Google Stadia or if that's just Xbox itself. Mhm. But that was a good feature, but he did like one time, and then that's it. Yeah, huh. I think I might. I think it might have just been an Xbox thing, and I might have just brought nothing to the table. But I'm just saying that. You know. Yeah, they're like there's like a lot of good ideas to expand gaming, especially if you want to like game on your phone and whatnot. But how many people in like really are going to be doing that? Not a lot, because most people are either gaming on their PCs, be it a desktop or a laptop, or they're gaming on. A TV like this one right behind me, or a monitor, or over there, like or their calculator, or the ping pong <laughs> machines, yep. or you can play Skyrim and you're on your father, or or a Nintendo Switch, like right over there, like those are what people are gaming on. Yeah, and it's like you're not gonna have so many people, you know, playing on their phone unless it's just there's somewhere maybe at an airport, or at a train station, and they're just playing on their phone just to pass. Yeah, time. it's like it's like the reason why games like Genshin Impact are so popular right now because of the fact that like you couldn't really if you were to play a game like Genshin on your phone, it's definitely in my opinion, it seems like it would be like very limited you know, like to the things that you could do. With console games, you can do whatever the fuck you want and you can like do just so much more with the the hardware that it has on on a gaming console more than you could do on a phone. Yeah. I think that's also kind of the reason why the Google Stadia failed is because we don't have a physical like console, you know? We just have an idea, just a box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a box, you have a controller and now it's not profiting and eventually give it a couple of more years, Google Stadia will be no more. The idea was good. But in yeah. practice, was it though? Was it a good idea? Uh, listen, okay, it was an innovative idea. It yeah. just wasn't good on pra- practice. It like, was a, it was an idea. It was yeah. a, a thought. A, a, a progress was made, but not good progress. It was a box that wasn't thought outside of. 
Essentially, yeah, no, they they definitely played it safe. It was definitely that macaroni and cheese uh, uh, art that your kid made that you put in the fridge just to make him feel better about himself. Oh, we got a comment in chat from Maggie saying, I would disagree. I think mobile gaming is coming in hot. A lot of the younger generation is playing mobile. I think Fortnite getting kicked from the app store slowed down, but I don't know. I'm going to have to... All right. I might actually agree with this. Uh, maybe. Uh, just because I don't play on mobile. Maybe I'm just an asshole. I've, I've played mobile sorry, mostly. I've played some mobile brief here, like Game of Thrones Conquest. So is my friend Alex, who spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> I've done puzzle games. I've done variations. But I do like certain games that they brought in the App Store. The only thing I want to try out is the Apple Arcade. That's the one thing I have not tried out yet. I mean, with younger generation, I would agree with Maggie as well. Like, a lot more younger people are more into their mobile devices and gaming and whatnot. Just, you know, to pass time or, you know, something to do. Or let's just say they don't have a, you know, gaming console like a Nintendo Switch or a PS4 or a PS5 or Xbox Series or Xbox One. Then, hey, your mobile phone is, you know, another valid option for you to game. I, I, I mean... Personally, I just don't like playing games on my phone. The, the, the <laughs> most things that I would want to do is just watch a video on YouTube.com or, like... I, all right, I tried to play a few mobile games. Uh, one of them Ooh. was the... Uh, kind of like, like... What's the stupid game when you're, like... You got a lightsaber and you're cutting up... Beat Saber? Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber on mobile. And it was just... Wait, oh, God. Beat Saber on mobile? Yes, yes, there is a Beat Saber on mobile. And I... It makes and me actually. It, it, it makes me physically ill to play because they wait, don't wait, even. Like, are you talking about a little VR thing you just put on your phone? No, 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 no. Okay, like you, okay. you hold the buttons, you slash the the thing, and it goes. You might as well play Fruit Ninja. At this. Fruit, honestly, Fruit Ninja. <laughs> honestly, bro, Fruit Ninja is the only good mobile game that I can say is worth picking up, in my opinion. Because I don't know, I don't. I would feel like motion sickness if I played a game like fucking Final Fantasy or Genshin Impact on mobile. That's just my opinion. I played the old school Final Fantasy and I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, don't you judge me. Maggie <laughs> also says iPads are cheaper for parents and more versatile for them, like schooling, gaming, and one. True. True. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That is that is All definitely right. true. True. Uh, but yeah, Google Stadia. Uh, uh, it's not good. Yeah. Dead dead in the water, like. When I looked at it and when I heard about it, I was like, yeah, this is going to fail. I, and I said, just just give it time. I, 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 I wanted to be wrong about the Google Stadia. I didn't. I but, wanted to see you know, I wanted to be wrong. But when you look at what it's bringing to the table, especially in our current environment, it's like, nah. Even with the pandemic, like, the thing that sold out the most and the quickest was the Nintendo Switch. True. Like, Look how quick and how much Animal Crossing blew up. Oh man! During the during I can't I was, it. like during the first month of the pandemic, like it just went crazy. Everybody was gaming online. My poor island. I still have not taken care of it in so long. <laughs> oh my god! All those villagers are dead. You monster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, overall, Google Stadia, and even with that, the Google Stadia, no profit. Not even during the pandemic. Like nobody. That is true. Yeah, so. Anyway. Even movie theaters are having more of a profit <laughs> than fucking Google Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, moving forward. PS5 selling at a loss, according to Sony. What are y'all thoughts on this? Let's make this quick, okay? 
You're going to make your fucking console five, no, $600. You are going to lose a profit. Why? Here's why. The little bit of a Simon Miller reference there. Um, the, the, the main reason is because of the fact that the whole thing that was going down was that people were buying the consoles, sure, but then they're reselling it for even more batshit insane prices like I, I've heard a bit of it for the Xbox but like more people like the PS5 because it had I guess it had more to offer so I mean I think that just has to go with how the sales are going down people are trying to resell the fucking PlayStation three times it's worth yes exactly. yeah it's it's ridiculous it's crazy like no wonder you guys are losing sales lower the price of your fucking next-gen consoles we are in a goddamn pandemic i am not going to pay fucking thousands of dollars for 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 joy box okay i have fucking right that i have to pay I'm a video editor. I don't have any money. <laughs> That's all about the stimmies. <laughs> well, according to this article from Forbes, it says part of the reason for their, um, while the PS5 is losing money as a hardware unit, Sony's gaming division is up 50% from last year. Thanks huh. to game sales, PlayStation Plus, and digital downloads like DLC and microtransactions, with PlayStation Plus adding 9 million more subscribers from a year. So I'm guessing, so pretty much, okay, Sony's a great, all right. As I'm, I'm like just skimming through it, Sony's aggressive price point for the PS5 was meant to undercut the Xbox Series X, as you can get the digital version of the PS5 for $400, a full $100 cheaper than the X at $500, sacrificing only a disk drive for the difference. Though Sony also sells a disk model for $500, and that has been more widely available version since launch, even if, it, if it's not the one most players want. It seems as if if they're selling at a loss on both consoles. Like, dude, the, the way that you made it sound, it sounds like Sony is making more of a profit on every other one of their products except for the PS5. Yeah, the PS5 was yeah. pre- just pretty much just, here's something that we would want inside your home unit, and then later on, the games, the, you know, the services, or whatnot, the, game. the games, the services, and everything else is what's going to end up boosting them up. I'm going to correct you. The game. The one game that they have for PS5, which is Spider-Man Miles Morales, which isn't even a game. It's fucking DLC. I'm going to say this right oh, now. <laughs> Four hours of gameplay for $60. <laughs> Are you fucking high? Wait, is it really four hours? Yes! Wow, I did not know Four that. hours! Oh my gosh. The entire campaign is four goddamn hours. The, the, the content... That you get, like the side missions and shit, is an extra two. Seriously? Seriously. Ouch. Wow. I'm glad I never got Say it. Say what you will about Kingdom Hearts 3, but at the very least, at least the three things of DLC that we've gotten this far for KH3 felt more like an actual fucking game than Miles Morales did. That could question. be just because is of the fact... Is there a story for Kingdom Hearts? I never understood it. Watch Barry's fucking video on it. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm not going to fucking explain this shit to you. But, like... Okay. Listen. I am a firm believer of giving Sony a second chance. I grew up a Sony boy. You heard my story about how I played Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, for the PS2 and everything. And you've heard that I love Jack and Daxter. I'm going to make a Sly video probably this month i'm gonna do so much shit because i love sony i love the playstation 2 500 dollars 
for PlayStation 5. You're fucking insane. I mean, that's just a diversion. You can get one for 400 with the digital. No, I want the physical copy <laughs> of the disc. That's what people don't understand. I do not want to just download games every single time. If it's a little indie thing like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I'll download the fucking bullshit. But if I, if I want a fucking video game, if I want a physical video game that I can get, that I can go to a GameStop, I don't know how, I don't care how much of a meme they are, I'm going to go to a GameStop or an Amazon game place or whatever. Buy a fucking game. Go back home. Take out the disc. Take out the tape. Put it in the fucking thing. Play my fucking game. Play it for like two hours. <laughs> fight a boss. Cry. Sleep. Repeat. Do the same fucking shit and play some more goddamn video games. I want the physical fucking copy of this goddamn game. I do not want a goddamn motherfucking virtual copy of a game. My and I am goodness. not going to buy Miles Morales for $60 when it's just literally Spider-Man DLC Four hours of gameplay, two hours of extra content. Oh, look, fucking uh, Miles Morales is doing the flippity dips. And it, it, if you get fucking uh, pre-order, you can get the Spider-Man Spider-Verse Miles Morales where you go, woo, and it's all 12 frames per second every time it moves. So you give a fuck with that? No! I don't! I'm sensitive. Just give me a fucking game! Don't give me DLC! Give me a game for $60! $60! I had more enjoyment with Cage 3, and it's bullshit, than I did with fucking Miles Morales. I don't even have this fucking game. I played it. It's 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 literally the same game. I, I feel media, not energy, and I'm loving this. <laughs> I feel more of Steven's energy in media, not... Look, you ever you ever done Fusion Hall by any chance? I don't, know what that, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. You know, from Dragon Ball Z, it goes like Fusion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, I get you, I get you, I get you. We, we gotta make a T-shirt for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this, sorry for my rant. This was the best rant I've heard so far. Yeah. Now. Look, I understand. Oh, you literally just said you didn't buy the game. I played it. I've, I've, I've literally, I played it. I've seen people play it. Literally, Adam plays played the game. Four parts, four hours. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Oh, do, you want, do you want to scoot on to the next, next subject? Please. <laughs> oh, yeah. <definitely>. Please. <laughs> I'm sweating now already. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next um, topic is um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition has been announced. Oh, Mass Effect! No, no, no. no. We're not, I'm not going <laughs> to. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm. I don't know what is going to happen next, but all I know is I'm, I'm here for it. Mass Effect is the biggest fucking disappointment in gaming since my son, okay? Listen, we, we Wait, got what? it. You have a son? <laughs> no, it's a red letter media quote. Uh, uh, but 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 honestly, I never cared about Mass Effect. I'm gonna just be I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that asshole. Oh, I didn't either. I, I I gave little shits of Mass Effect, and the fact that Andromeda was a fucking disaster meant the the, the series is just absolutely buried itself. We're done with it. Now you tell me that this is happening. Why would you ruin my good mood? Maybe just I would say maybe this is the developer's way of saying I need money. That too, or it could be an attempt to see maybe if our fans are interested in possibly another Mass Effect game. No, <laughs> no one is interested in another Mass Effect game because you f- you shat the bed with the third the third game's ending. So bad you literally had to make DLC to make a better ending. At least that's that, that, that's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened. You you rushed Andromeda and you made it into 
essentially a joke. A joke. Yeah. You had all right. There's this one good voice actor who's in that game who usually does miraculous ladybug comic dubs and my hero academia comic dubs. He's very good. He's a very good voice actor. That was his first game, and he has not oh. been in games since. And he's just been doing YouTube stuff, and I'm very sad because he's a very good voice actor. And he's like, he puts that on his like description or whatever as as like a as a I'm a voice actor. I was in this. It's like, why would you ever want to fucking promote that <laughs> shitty, awful, destroyed, buggy mess of a game? You're f- that guy is really good. He's very good at voice acting, but man, I hate Mass Effect. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm looking at news for this, and this is weirding me out. Like, Mass Effect Legendary Edition doesn't add same-sex romance to the original. Oh, like, God. Fuck me. Like, oh, we're doing this. Like, they're going specific. Oh, and then, like, this. they're talking about camera angles. Wow. Of someone's butt. Wow. I'm just, like, they're focusing on the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like... Like, if you're going to bring out a legendary edition of a game... Like, it better have some good stuff. Yeah, it better have some good stuff. Or or at least keep everything original. Just do what... Um, Just polish it! That's all you have to do. Do what Kingdom Hearts... Do what Kingdom Hearts did when they brought it up to X-Bone and everything. Just polish the game. Make it look better. You literally do not have to touch it. Why are you touching it? Stop touching it. Stop it, please. Well, there's always a saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. And they're breaking it. They're breaking it more. <sighs> Better than the Assassin's Creed remaster where you just see those eyes just all buggy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than that. I'm not going to lie. Oh, bro. I mean, with these uh, remasters and legendary editions, we already know the reason why they're doing it. Of course, profit. And if, the second thing is... They don't have any games available to put out because... The Witcher? You can just do another Witcher? It's by EA, so you know there's something no good coming out of it. Uh, yeah. EA Sports. It's in the game. Is it, though? No. <laughs> no, it's not anymore. It has been in the game. Like, I would take all those... Like, you know one game I would, would want to see to make at least a good comeback? Anthem, but... You know, nah. you know I, That's funny. I never got into Anthem. Like, I never played it. I had a bad feeling about it, and I was right. When I played the beta, no, when I played the alpha and then I played the beta, I liked it, but it was like, it's not enough for me to buy. So I said, let me wait until launch. Let me wait at least a month later to see where it goes. And, yeah, I saved myself 60 bucks. <laughs> that's, what, that's, yeah. that's what I said when I, I saw I, Miles I Morales. My, I watched my friend's. Pre-order and getting hyped and everything, dude. Oh fuck, that's like seeing someone take crack cocaine for the first time. It's oh, Jesus <laughs> so Christ. Specific. <laughs> I think we can. I think we can wrap up. Uh, I mean, I am I, Mass yeah, Effect. Yeah. Before before we do that, like I am interested in the Mass Mass Effect universe version of lore because it does intrigue me, but like. I have the like the collection, the P- the one for PS3, like one, two, and three. I just never got the time to play it because life I happens. Have many games to dabble on. Yeah, so I just never had the time to just get into it or whatnot. But you know, I'm pretty sure there's some YouTube videos, some text that I can read about the lore and whatnot, and just go on from there. But the fans of it who are very passionate about it, they said one, eh, okay, two, everybody loves two, three. Was it just you know the ending was the disappointment, and then of course Andromeda was just a joke. It was just like you literally just betrayed the fans 
like, and now you want to come out with this. We understand it's profit, but what are you trying to hint at? Because usually when a game remaster comes out, it's it's more of as an, an engagement to see if the fans are still interested in this series. And if they are, then maybe we'll do another one where it's for the fans that actually love the series. Now, the thing is with me and Mass Effect, I've always... I've never had a good relationship with Mass Effect because the game itself just seems boring to me. It literally seems like if Star Trek just gave up, you know, before J.J. Abrams. Hmm. And, and it's like, I'm not even that big of a fan of Star Trek. So, I mean, what are you trying to do here, Mass Effect? Are you trying to be cool like everybody else, trying to make your own little universe and stuff? Like, you, you, the problem I have with Mass Effect and most Bioware games, is that they recycle their animations, almost every single fucking game they have. Their characters are, like, bland, just have no personality. The only ones that I can say that have personality are the non-human characters in Mass Effect. Huh. Not just because they look cool, but they are cool. There are so many cool characters in there, and the only human character that I like is Joker. I like, if I like Seth Green... If I like Seth Green in a video game, yeah, yeah. you have a problem. It's like, the only reason why people still talk about Mass Effect is because, I guess, Femshep is cool. I guess. Or Shepard in general, I don't know. I don't know if the two have any like, real differentiating personalities. Aside from one have booby and one have no booby. <laughs> I'm not sexist, I, I swear. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to say this now before it happens or anyone else says it. But So just in case someone just watches this podcast before or after playing Mass Effect, more like ass effect. I'm sorry, I had to use that dry joke at least for once. <laughs> <laughs> this man's going to get... I'm going to hit you with this fucking shit. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not the person. Get in the back of the line. <laughs> I got y'all, y'all enjoy. I got the chair ready for him. When he fucks up, <laughs> proceed. It's a long list. Anyways, I guess we can go on to the next topic that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 8, the tall vampire golf looking woman, Lady Dimitri Dimitrescu, like the hype. Like, I've never seen an, a female character blow up as much as she has uh, ever since the birth of Bowsette. Yeah. I was immediately, <laughs> you were immediately thinking about the same thing. And it all stems to one thing horny. Yes. <laughs> Horn and the letter E. It's not even fan art, it's just actual concept. Like, how Bowsette was originally <laughs> yeah. conjured up by some random guy in Nintendo Blue. He got an award for that, by the way. A Nobel Peace fan? Prize? Or no, 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 no. Like, uh, Pixie or whatever the fuck that, that, uh, that anime Japanese site is literally gave him a fucking physical award for creating Bowsette. I'm like, how horny do you have to be to get an award for, for, for all that shit, all that fan art you got for that? It's still getting fan art to this day. But I'm going to say something a little bit controversial oh dear. that a lot of people aren't going to like. I don't think she's that hot. Wow, that's bold. I don't think that... You, you are like Ruffles bold. <laughs> I don't think the vampire vixen is that hot. 
Oh, and she's got big titties and she's nine feet tall and she could ten feet. She uh, <laughs> ten feet tall and she can crush me like great. So, so I, I don't like. I don't know. She looks like her face is she's old, undead. <laughs> what she's you undead. Exactly. Yeah. Look, the only thing that I would stick my PP in that's undead is Rudy Tops from fucking Shantae. Okay, that's. What? And maybe that other chick from uh, oh my Dark Darkstalkers, but, but that's that's it. Let's go back that's to the subject, the please. <laughs> that's the line. We, we're still on the subject. Thank you very much. What I do like is uh, they're introducing the villains early in the game. That, yeah. that is true. They're, they're yeah. at least doing that. Like, the game doesn't come out till May, and they've already introduced her, the main villain. I mean, that, I wouldn't say it's that early, then, if it's coming out in four months. Ow. I hit my oh, she's nine foot six. But anyways, but uh, yeah, they introduce her along with her daughter. So you're gonna deal with some side mini bosses. Side the, bitches. Side bitches. <laughs> you know, like, we can say that. I, I, I would gladly say that. And it's a whole different type of zombie that we've experienced, or a type of undead. Well, um, well, let me read this article about her. Um, do, 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 do. TikTok like took over it. On the, the internet has become obsessed with the Resident Evil's villages. Lady Alcina Dimitriescu, but who is she? Or perhaps more significantly, what is she? I have a theory. The Dimitriescu family family home is one of the major locations of the game and featured in the Maiden demo out now on PlayStation 5. Although Capcom has confirmed it, the use of Lei as an in-game currency suggests that Castle Dimitriescu is probably in Romania or a fictional Eastern European country based on Romania. I'm gonna call it here. She's gonna appear like once or twice in the game, then we'll never see her again. I say last boss. I say first boss. Hmm. Place okay. your bets, everybody. First, last boss. Check out. Go comments below. I don't even know if I said actual words there, but well, for those that do have a PlayStation Five, you can play the Resident Evil Eight Villages demo, and you'll see her in her. Nine foot tall, glow beauty. I knew it. it. Was nine foot feet tall? I I don't know. It's the internet. So many TikToks in a cosplay transmission. Props to yeah, cosplayers like, who can yo, that fast. Like when she was revealed, like already within hours, fan art of her were already out. Then within days, cosplays of her were already out. Someone at the door. Yeah, I can't see. I heard someone like. Tapping the screen. Hold on, I'll go check. Oh dear. Oh. Any hoodles? Yeah, definitely an interesting concept of a female villain, yeah. which is rare to find in Resident Evil, especially because mostly we deal with Nemesis. We dealt with Liquor. We've dealt with Mister X. West. Well, we've already dealt with Wesker multiple times. Yeah. Many deal with the, the Romanian vampires and such, or zombies from Resident Evil Four. Were they Romanian? I think they were. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, this is a different like villains. And then you have like the uh, redneck family from Resident Evil Seven. Ah, uh, I remember that. <laughs> I, I haven't played it, and I got it for free, so I didn't try it out later. Gotcha. I love how I showed my boy Alex this. His eyes were wide open once I showed him a new villain. He's like, "What?" <laughs> because he's not. He's into Resident Evil, but he never. He didn't get the spoiler. Oh, uh, okay. Capcom was very much uh, right in this instance where they thought, "Hmm, how do we get profit?" Horny. <laughs> not, not wrong. Yeah, if she's in Marvel versus Capcom, you know how that game's gonna blow up. Oh god. 
But she's gonna be like so fucking tall and huge though. I mean, like, well, wait, wait, hold you, on. We how, had Sentinels, remember? Yeah, we had Sentinels. Had wait, how tall is um Nemesis then? Oh, I'm gonna look that up right now. I was thinking the same thing with Mr. X. How tall is? I'm pretending that I have a computer too. You can edit it later. <laughs> He's roughly nine feet tall. Okay, so almost the same height. Yeah, almost there. Almost there. But yeah, Lady Dimitriescu. We will see more of her when the game fully comes out. And I'm pretty sure it's going to... There's going to be a lot of memes, a lot of content that's going to be created about her and her daughters or whatnot, which are freaky looking, but... Yeah, her daughters aren't hot, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I already have a theory about this. Okay, so she's taking her daughters and she's sucking up the life force so she can live longer. That's... That's I'm I'm gonna fucking put that right there. I was about to say something, but never mind. <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> daughter, let me suck your life for it so I can live longer. Oh, ah! Yes, good daughter. Oh Jesus, HQ Whitaker Christ. <laughs> hey, she's just sucking out their life force. It's not sexual. She's just literally killing her daughters from the inside out. Touche. So she yeah. can be younger and hot, according to everybody else, but not me. <laughs> but not me. Oh man. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Um, gaming pet peeves. Do we have any pep gaming pet peeves this time? This what? one's good, might be short, but I do have a few pet peeves. All right, let's hear them. Uh, when all right, so in Breath of the Wild, there's the the bosses, the four big bad bosses. Not not the completionist man, damn it. Um, but they're the I don't know what the fuck they're called when you go into the thing. I don't know, because I don't have a switch. The Guardians or whatever the fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Like, okay, so you're always teaming up with some fucking guy or gal who's related to the person that died, and they're like, I will take you to the boss. And then we're at the boss, and we do the thing, and then we go inside, and I'm expecting this motherfucker to at least show up, but they never do. And I'm actually, that pit, it's like... An essential, like, a, a thing that I think I don't really like is when gameplay is, like, very predictable. Like, okay, so there's, alright, so I'm, I meet the ancestor of this person, and they're like, can you help me fight this fucking giant thing? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then we fight the giant fucking thing using the new mechanic of that level. Like, oh, you can surf on the sand. Or you can glide with your thingamabob. Or you can swim good and jump high with swimming abilities. And and then, like, you're about to be like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to fight this thing do this puzzle with my new buddy. And then the, the buddy's like, ow, ooh, oh, I scraped my knee. Sorry, I can't go inside with you. You handle it yourself. And I'm like, oh, Fuck off. Like, the one time where I was thinking that I was actually going to team up with somebody was in the Goron level with the other uh, Goron thing, boy. And he was like, all right, I'm going to go with you and fight this fucking thing. Let's go. We were about to fucking go. Both of us were about to go and kick this thing's ass and do these puzzles. But then, like, a, like he just stops. He's like, uh, oh, oh, I'm scared. I'm not going to do it. And then I just go <laughs> in this another puzzle by myself again. I'm like, what the fuck? So predictable gameplay. I hate predictable gameplay. And like Breath of the Wild is so good and there's so much shit you can do. But when it comes to the bosses, I'm like, oh, fuck off. Can you give me something different? Do I have to go in by myself and do this puzzle again? Please? God? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> it's like, good luck. Then God said, and nah, I scraped my knee. 
You go by yourself. An arrow to the knee. I'm going to get the chair back if you don't shut the fuck up with that shit right now. <laughs> Give it to me. That's charity. <laughs> this is the meme of the guy throwing the chair <laughs> Just the out the door. Ultra instinct. <laughs> I have one gaming pet peeve, and that is if you're playing Apex Legends and you and you see that someone picked the new character that came just recently came out. Oh, this isn't and the- and you end up leaving the game like a little bitch. I don't like you. Oh no, that's just not with Apex. That's with other games like Overwatch and Fortnite and other games. Like, like that it's like every it's like every time every season of Apex come every season. Hey, it's my I'm the first pick, so guess what? I'm going to pick the new character. And after that, oh, this person got it. And they just end up backing out and leaving. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yo, I hate that shit so much, actually. What it's the really fuck? Bad. Like, you're like, hey, you're not going to get the opportunity. Like, even for me, because I play with everybody, I'm just trashed with Rafe. But at least, like, if I'm not first pick, okay, cool. I'll pick somebody else. I have other characters that I can work with. But if I'm first... Let me try out the new guy. Let me see how he is against other players or whatnot. And just have fun with it. You'll get your chance when you're first pick when you play again. Don't back out like a little bitch. I it's like this. For me, it's like this. I want to win. I want a good game. I want to win. Right? We all do. So instead of just backing out because, oh, I took the, the new character, like, just wait until we win. If we win the game with whoever you pick... Are you going to be mad? No. Guess why? You won. That's just my pet peeve. I, I think like people like going into games and just leaving in general is a fucking pet peeve. It's like, oh, I'm not going to get... Especially if you win one match. Out yeah. Of, oh, my God. Actually, like in Smash Brothers, I'm kind of shit at it. But whenever I actually do good with my main banjo, uh, like like let's say I get a beat down, like this guy's beating me four out of five times, and I'm about, I like I get one win. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, I know you're bullshit. Let's go. He just leaves. Like like oh I I beat you four times. You only beat me once. I'm done. Like the moment that like, you start getting good and you start like oh I'm gonna fuck you up. He just leaves. Oh, you just remind me of um, one of my recent streams when I was playing Mortal Kombat, and. Like, you know, um, Waluigi, you know it's always, um, you have to win, like, two sets, right? Yes. In ring, right? Yes. I won one set, and then as I'm beating this guy, because I'm using Shao Kahn, and I'm being a, you know how, you know how it rolls. I know. I know how it you, you, you know how it rolls or whatnot. The, the guy ends up just leaving. <laughs> he, he, he didn't even rematch me. He, he's like, oh, I'm out. What a bitch. What a bitch. I'm like, like dude, all you have to do is just... Bait, you know, play better, bait me, so that way I fall into your trap. And the person was using Noob Cybot. And you know when they're you know when they're about to do that teleport jump all the time. And I'm like, don't don't do that. You can, because you can duck and an uppercut. Yeah. Like bonk. And, that, and that's a crushing blow. Yeah. And it's just like you're being predictable. Like bait me. Mix it up. So that way you can end up beating me. And after that. You'll end up winning. And not only that, like, let's just say, okay, I win, the first, uh, I win the first set, right? Cool. You have another opportunity to pick another character, one that I'm not familiar with, fighting against, and do better. Nah, I'm going to just leave. I'm like, oh, my God, what a bitch. You know, my pet peeves, actually, I haven't really had much, but it's still on Cyberpunk. 
I'm trying to actually be committed in playing the gameplay. Oh god, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Curiosity. I spent the sixty bucks and I pre-ordered it for the nice chain. I will do whatever the hell I want with it. Sixty bucks. Mm, didn't listen to my rant about Miles Morales. This was probably Yeah, buy an unfinished game that was probably not gonna work. I know, I'm waiting for at least what I can say is uh promises that aren't fulfilled. Because they <laughs> Those talked promises about promises are never gonna be fulfilled. They talked about the patches that were supposed to come out, but they never really did anything. But I haven't had a crash so far, which is kind of a shocker. That's an achievement. So I'm far. just waiting for the complete edition of Cyberpunk before I even play. But by but by then, other games will be coming out, better ones, and I'm just gonna oh, it, it'll be it'll be forgotten. The gameplay is far too simple. Yeah, I'm getting it on PC so that way I can run mods on it, which is the only reason why. It's the only reason why you buy any game like that. Come on, get a lightsaber instead of a katana. <laughs> why do you think Friday Night Funkin' is such a goddamn masterpiece? Oh yeah, I've been watching gameplay of that. There's so many that? mods. There's so many. Like, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I'm You're just fine. Saying, there's so many mods. There's so many animations. There's so much fan content on Friday Night Funkin'. It's like, can that be our cyberpunk? Dear God, uh, Silverback, you heard of it? Heard of what? Friday Night Funk. It's no. basically a DDR concept of a game where you're battling an AI. It's also riddled, and I mean riddled, with Newgrounds uh, memorabilia and references. Yes, that is true. Like, there's the, the, the spooky boys that Palo made. There's Pico. Uh, like, so many like, references. But uh, someone literally made a mod of Bakamiktai. <laughs> like, where, do, where they're actually singing it, but in more of an auto-tuned voice. The dame daye, dame yo, dame yo, do do. That one for you who has fifteen. Skide, skide. All right, we're not doing the rest of that. All right, next topic. Next topic. Let's go. Right. No, that's my name. No, on. No, that's gonna be my wedding. <laughs> in our last, she leaves you. <laughs> in our last one is um Q and A from followers on um Instagram. Um, oh, I got two. I got one. I got none because I fucking should have asked questions. Worst case, we can wait a couple seconds in case. Yeah, like um, for those that are watching um on the stream, if you have any questions that you want to ask us, feel free to drop the comments and we'll read them as we go along. Yeah, hell yeah. In the meantime, I had a quick little topic. Uh, My boy Casper sent me Alex. He was talking about Tesla gaming. That might be a new thing coming out within the next few years, Mm. or the upcoming Model X and Model S, as in. You have a battery, and then you have a separate gaming computer within your uh, within your vehicle. Interesting. I found that super bizarre, and I was actually listening to a, a podcast on my way talking about it. But they're not sure how the games are going to be there, as in a port or some kind of Steam-like content. Or a literal contract, like with Rockstar or something. They can go so many routes, and definitely can't wait for that. Yeah, anything is possible at this point. I want to get a Tesla now. All right, that. we got a question from S15 Costuming for you. Oh, boy. What was your inspiration to get into video editing videos? Well, I think we already talked about this, but I think what inspired me to get into video editing would also have to be... Like, YouTube poops, I love, I love YouTube poops. I love making YouTube poops, but I haven't been able to do it for a while because of work. Um, but just the history of poopisms and the fact that certain YouTube poopers like Skiff Relish and uh, Productions and uh, and Plemon were able to just do it in such a fantastic way and use their YouTube poop skills to actually make some something out of themselves is just great, and I love them. And people that make YouTube poops deserve much more credit than they get. Like, like they're so fucking good at editing, dude. 
<laughs> all righty. And the second question, I guess this is for all of us. Oh, and this God. is from S15 Costuming. Not again. Okay. Why did she leave me? I got this. Where do I start? I got this. I got this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Listen. I'm like, I got nothing, bro. All right, you go because I got I got some truth I need to say. Remember S fifteen, you were a king. It maybe it wasn't you. It was probably her. It's probably all the shuckles you were trying to find, but instead you found a time you've wasted. I still believe you can get a shuckle, man. Keep going, king. You can find someone not to shuck with. We're talking about these fucking shuckles. This is why your <laughs> wife left you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> also, the garlic. The garlic. Uh. <laughs> I'm fired, aren't I? So for those for those who don't follow up with Steven's antics, he does a lot of garlic themed stuff, mostly because he's Wario as a cosplayer. Do it. Follow him and subscribe to his YouTube channel, which I edit for. Like now. Do it. <laughs> now he's a good boy, I love him. Oh, I love him too. What um, do you got, Waluigi? So I got one from Bubbly Harley asking if you guys can play one game and one game only. What would it be and why? Kingdom motherfucking hearts one. There's sanctuary. You I said I. one, you fuck. I know, I love that song though. It slaps. That's the best. No, that song doesn't slap. The first Kingdom Hearts theme slaps. And the Birth oh, by Sleep one. When All right. you walk away. Kingdom Hearts you one. <laughs> I think has the most like the most fun gameplay out of all of the Kingdom Hearts games, in my personal opinion, because of the fact that like Sora feels like he's doing all these all this shit with his abilities and all that. That's all Sora, not a transformation, not a fucking thing that you can get with a new Keyblade or whatever the fuck. I hate what they did with Kingdom Hearts three because of the fact that the gameplay doesn't feel like Sora. I'm in control of Sora when he does certain moves and abilities. The abilities that I get with Sora fucking suck. I can only use those abilities when I'm uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 Sora, or where I'm Limit Form Sora, or where I'm Second Form Sora, or whatever. And it's like, bro, are you kidding me? I like some of the mechanics that it has. Like, I like the fact that you have uh, the focus thing again. I like the fact that you have uh, certain types of uh, a dual motion, or whatever the fuck it's called. But you, you take all of that in little pieces. Like with Mega Man, whenever he fights... Uh, a robot master. It's like that's Sora, and I'm like, I want the full experience of that those uh. gameplay mechanics that I loved in the original Kingdom Hearts games that those were introduced in. You're only giving me bits and pieces of those mechanics in this game. Why? You're, I'm annoyed. I don't like it. With Kingdom Hearts One, Sora can do so much shit, and and I think I also like to Kingdom Hearts Two as well. Sora could still do certain abilities. He still has high jump. He still has roll. He still has other shit that he can do. Like cool cool stuff, cool finishing blows they can do with an ability. And it's just the, the ability stock is fucking pointless and useless in Kingdom Hearts th- 3. Just waste so if you had to choose one Kingdom Hearts, you'd say the first one? <sighs> yeah. All right. I can respect that. What about you, Silverback? I was going to go last. You know, one game I've been thinking about playing just because I can chill out... Animal Crossing New Horizons. I fucking hate you. Don't you judge me. <laughs> Mostly, I just like the concept. You just do your stuff. No one's going to judge you after you know toxicity. Well, there people. is some toxicity in the game, like in islands and such, but... Yeah, why, why the fuck would I want to do I hate talking to people in general. Why would I want to go outside and talk I, to I people just like in the building. game like, form? I just like to relax and vibe once every while. Like, 
a gaming like usually I do competitive, but I like to vibe down. <laughs> competitive <laughs> Animal Crossing, dude. There is there is competitive Animal Crossing. Like where people <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, there isn't. You're lying to me. TikTok. That's serious. Some people just say, "Hey, if you can jump over this the fastest, you win a hundred thousand coins." Jesus Christ! Hey, uh, see how many of your neighbors you can get to absolutely despise you within the fifteen minutes. Speed time runs. Limit. There are such things. <laughs> yes, speed runs. Well, you All right. Hate you. Then the uh, yeah, I definitely say Animal Crossing or Minecraft. Something. To- can you destroy your island in fifteen minutes? I saw one for like an hour. It took someone to destroy their own island, make it pure water. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. It, I didn't know that either. For me, you probably know where I'm gonna go. With. I know where you're gonna go with, and I just want to stay silent. Am I gonna be disappointed? No, probably not. I'm already. If one game that I would definitely play, Skyrim. Yep. Well, this is a nice. Uh, this is nice. I'm, I'm heading out. Toodles. <laughs> 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 I'm taking this as compensation. He's done this for mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you nah, nah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I want to hear this. Which version of Skyrim? PC. Ah, very well. Well, I'm out again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, Wait, nah, give me a donut. I'm hungry. The PC version of Skyrim because of mod support, and I can just go on a. I can lose endless hours in in the Skyrim. I'm mean, second second to that. You already know this is going to be Dark Souls three, but Skyrim number one because there's just a high level of replay value in that game, and I can literally just be whatever I want. I can nerf myself. I can overpower nerf myself. Was that nerf this? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can do so much in that game and just overall have a good time. And, th- and that is just without the mods. With the mods, that just... <laughs> yeah! With Whoa! The mo- with, it's worse. With, with the mods, it's, it's even. I'm terrified to get it on PC just yeah. because I'm... Yeah! I don't know how strong this laptop is going to be. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't mind Skyrim, but it's just... I don't know. I play the game for a bit, and it's like, this is the game where you have to play forever. And it's like, yeah, but the story... Like, playing the story of Skyrim, I'm pretty sure, like, when I fight Alduin, like, is that it? Like, no. No. It, it feels Plus. like you, you fight... Uh, then I guess I never beat Skyrim then, because, like, I remember I fight... No one can beat Skyrim, hypothetically. Yeah, because there's just there's so much that you can do in that game. Like people grind. I mean, that is the main like, story. Like Alduin even... is like the main story boss. He's the main story villain. Yeah, but 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 also there's also like side quests that you can do. Guilds, guilds that you can join, and then of course there's also the DLC where you can be a vampire lord. You can even fight the very first dragonborn. Yeah, you get to. Um, no, yeah, but it seems like, like there's no like real ending or whatever. No, right? there isn't. Ah, it's anticlimactic and sad. I mean, it's just a, what you consider as an ending to how much you can take it. Like when I played the game on PC and I skipped the main story, I went straight to the DLC so that way I can get the powers of being a vampire lord and, of course, the, to be the very first dragonborn. Then add that with the mod. So when I went to the main storyline, <laughs> I just completely. I waxed Alduin with just three strikes with my sword, and that was it. That's funny. <laughs> that, that is actually. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm like, I'm overpowered. 
on, on, on the PS3, you kicked my ass. But guess what? On PC, I'm literally God. I'm a king. <laughs> legitimately, it seems like Skyrim is just a drug. And like, if, you, if you play too much, you'll just get addicted to it. But I mean, I guess that's with every video game. But Skyrim specifically. Oh, I've, I've had like yeah. hundreds Todd of hours. Todd Howard is a fucking madman. I've had hundreds of yeah. hours when I was like 13 on it. Remember Todd Howard gave a shit about video games? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, when did Skyrim come out? 2011. Oh my god, I was a... This was before I was a freshman in high school. This was before ReZero ruined my life. <laughs> I you, love Amelia. You poor king. I got one more question. Alright. This one's from the great S15 Costuming. God damn it! I love you, but fuck. What's this, what's this question say? Yeah, I know he asked this live. You ever try to combine two pizzas with more cheese and toast it to make a sandwich? Hey, can we end this? Can we end this? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried I have, to combine actually. pizzas with more cheese to toast it to make a sandwich? I've, I've wanted. I've. I now have to try this and do a binging with Babbage. You've gave me a video idea, Stephen. Thank you. Isn't that basically the Pizzoni from? Uh, Pizza Hut or something, Papa John's, where it's like a pizza taco. I might have to just do that now and destroy my stomach. Thank you, Steven. I'm hungry. Now I'm thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I want to. I'm going to attempt it this, hopefully this week. We should do this live on, <laughs> live on stream. ASMRs. Oh my God, I can do another one. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is Waluigi here. And you just hear all the cheese all over. You just, hold on a second. I need to get up. Uh, hello, this is Benjamin Babish, and we are going to be trying the uh, pizza sandwich made by S15. Like, uh, like the webcam one is, was just, it's, it's a reference to binging with Babish. I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I, I successfully made three things from that show. Oh, my cousin bought his book. <laughs> I would never buy a book from a YouTuber. Of course, I would buy a book from a YouTuber. <laughs> Oh uh, man. Well, if there's anything, um, if there's anything else you guys want to, you know, chime in or chat or whatnot, for those that are watching via chat, if there's any other questions that you guys want to ask, go ahead and ask them now. Um, I'm checking out your Twitch. Coven first uh, commented, uh, did somebody say smash? Run it. So it looks like you have someone that wants smoke. Okay, uh, hold on a second. You can find him on the uh, Flynn's Discord as well. Hold on, hold on. I got a, I got a, I got a response to that because okay, he said the word smoke. No, no, I said the word smoke. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you said the word. Uh, someone said the word smoke. So when there's smoke, there's fire. Mortal yeah, Kombat Nine. What's that fucking yes. <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. Then, not uh, street performers, damn it. Street. Then we got uh, Coven also saying he ate on the plane. Call it Skyrim. Fuck off! Fuck off! Whoever made that comment. <laughs> Same guy. That's clever. That's clever. He <laughs> I just got it. Wait, hold on a second. I can't play this because Twitch's guidelines. Never mind. Never mind. Just uh, if you want the smoke, then get me on uh, uh, the the. Uh, send me your fucking friend code, and I'll beat your ass and smash because we want the smoke. I was gonna do an entire thing, but I remember Twitch has uh, yeah. Then WWE got, will sue. Then I got one guy, uh, Somo, here just saying, yo, senpai. <laughs> oh, Coven1 also replied saying to smoke <laughs> with, with these uh, octopus arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, let me see chat real quick. Oh, fuck. Okay. I, I'm questioning this, but I, I do approve of this nonsense. Yeah, I'll beat his ass in Smash Brothers if he ever wants to come and try. Or, he'll, or more realistically, he'll You be found you on Instagram. Ah, fuck. Here we go. Send me a DM. 
I'll I'll get your ass on Smash Brothers, and you can record it. And <laughs> oh, he found you on Instagram. Yeah, I he did. literally just told me that he found me on Instagram. I, I'm, I'm surprised. Actually, <laughs> congrats, you got smoke. <laughs> All right. Well, that's being said, I guess we can put a bow on it and wrap this up. All right. All right. So, many um, closing words for our guests. I am Mr. Cake Dragon Man. You can find me on uh, YouTube.com under the Last Cake Games user, user thingy. But just look at me for Mr. Cake Dragon Man, all one word. You can also find me on Twitter, Facebook that I almost never use, and Instagram. But I have a new video out that I didn't make, but I was sort of kind of a part of on Watch Some Stuff, a collaborative channel. Made by me, DJ Silver XY, Jim Nobody, and actually Ashley. We watched Dude Where's My Car and hated it. So you should enjoy that and subscribe to watch some stuff specifically. Cool. So yeah. Definitely gonna kill. And also your video editing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, if you yourself are looking shameless for plug. Yes, shameless plug. If you yourself are looking for a video editor, I have three slots currently open right now, and I am looking forward to my using my five years of video editing experience to help you out. I have worked with very famous-ish people such as Daitomodachi, hey. Manga Kamen, Salty DK Dan, Jay Longbone, The Right Opinion, and Jake Neutron, just to name a few. Ooh, and you got you to And you've also done video editing work with S15 Costuming as well. Yes, of course. S15 the, Costuming is my current the client, Lord and he's of a Miami. good boy, and I love him. The real Florida man. The only Florida man that I've ever worked with. Well, except for Jake Neutron, but... I don't ever t- see him IRL. You know what I mean? The f- give me, give me money. <laughs> give me money. <laughs> All right, Waluigi. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, dude, thanks for coming here, Mister Cake Dragon Senor. Hey, no, no problem, uh, Senor Cake Dragon Man. You fucking gringo. Senor Cake. Dragon I say this to a man who is browner than me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely great having you here. Make sure you keep on your video editing. Thank you. I definitely want to see you in a wrestling match within next year. So. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I'll lose, obviously. If you guys need any editors, definitely let me know. Cool. Definitely going to be that noted. But. He's like, yeah, definitely. He fucking crosses his fingers. Oh, no. <laughs> I do a lot of finger tatting. No, but this was really fun. If you guys ever need me to come on another episode, I would Heck yeah, we loved your energy. That rant actually yeah. made my morning and woke me up. I'm glad, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I think with his energy, it's... I think you, you kind of surpassed Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you Because he, he, like, raised the bar up very high. And uh, you coming in, you surpassed him. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I practice promos in the mirror every single day, so obviously my promo game is, like, top-notch. And wait until we have Steven here again. Oh, dear God. Oh, Steven's going to be like, fuck cake. <laughs> Like, fire me live. <laughs> fire me live on Twitch.com. You're fired. <laughs> He's going to remember this episode. Yeah! Yeah. Now I got to step it up. Yeah, He's going to remember this episode. Like, I got to step it up now. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> can't wait. Oh, man. Well, follow, follow the Silverback Senpai on Twitch.com as well as Waluigi on Instagram hey, and all the other things. I feel too. loved. <laughs> They're very good boys. Oh, definitely thanks to people who are currently in the chat as well as YouTube. Yeah, definitely. And with that being said, I'd like to thank everyone for watching and tuning in. This has been great. This has been fun. And I'm not going to announce who we're going to have for our next guest. Oh, we never do. 
Yeah, we, we we never do because things can happen, and sometimes we have to reschedule and replan people and whatnot. But you know, we always adjust and shift. But anyway, guys, uh, that concludes episode twenty one of the South Florida Gamers podcast. It is going to be available later today on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Spoofy. And, of course, the video playback for those that are just now tuning in, it will be available on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube after the stream is over with. And I'd like to thank our guest, Mr. Cake Dragon Man, for being here. And hopefully, we'll have him again in the future. You you definitely will. I'm a bum. You can literally just fucking ask me to do shit, and I'll do it. (laughs) Just don't ask for change. (laughs) Wait, when am I getting paid for this? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Alrighty, y'all. This has been episode 21. We're signing off. You guys stay classy. Peace. Later game. Later days. Fuck, don't end it!